Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Morale Booster with John Ugulu. And today I have with me someone who has so much experience in the mental uh, health sector. She is a psychotherapist. Her name is Dr. Crystal Borwell. So, Crystal, thank you for joining me on the program. Thank you for having me, John. I'm happy to be here. It's my pleasure. And in times like this, where we have the pandemic and a lot of panic, a lot of tension going on in the world, I see this as an opportunity for people like yourself to be able to pass messages across to people out there on how to remain calm. I believe today you will be able to impact lives out there. Am I right? I hope so, yeah. Awesome, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so Crystal, my audience will be eager to know who you are, what you do, and how you can impact the world based on what is going on right now. So please sure. tell us. Yeah, well, um, my name is Dr. Burwell. Um, I am a clinical mental health therapist. So definitely um, trained formally um, in, in counselor education. What I have a heart for is more so um, speaking um, larger platform, focusing on helping people um, just be well, um, right. every dimension of wellness. So I think we've heard a lot about mental health just with this pandemic. Um, mental health, did, it didn't just start being a problem now. It was way before COVID-19. So um, I'm hoping to help people give them some um, just some ideas about how to be well during this, this time. All right. That's a good one. And right now the world needs people like you more than ever before. All right. So anyway, thank you for your services. Thank you for your courage as well. So what motivated you to become an entrepreneur? First of all, let's start from there. An entrepreneur, I think it's just in me. Um, I feel like it's innate. I don't really like to work for other people. Um, I like to do my own thing. Um, <laughs> so definitely non-compliant. Um, but I'm, I'm a creator. I love to kind of just create my own path. Um, and so that's, um, it, it definitely is, is a difficult um, thing to do and maintain. So um, I just love working for myself. Right, right. That's a good one. So, so far, I see you have been doing uh, lots of coaching, counseling, uh, speaking as well. Mm -hmm. So how do you, how, how are you enjoying that right now? Well, I, I love speaking. Um, again, I've been doing just a lot of the one-on-one -on -one counseling, but now I feel like I'm broadening my base and my platform to be able to speak with the goal of helping others find their own voice. Right. Um, and so I just love just like the, the dynamic of being able to have conversations that oftentimes are difficult conversations to have, to have, right. um, but um, are needed. And um, I think it helps other people have the courage to, to use their voice and start those conversations themselves. Exactly. That's correct. So um, regarding the pandemic right now, what advice do you have for people who 
you know, people who have been affected one way or the other, you know, either by way of, you know, losing a loved one or probably someone who has lost his or her job, you know, or someone who has contracted the virus. So what's your advice to people like that? Well, I think my advice would to be um, not to take this time for granted, regardless of what your circumstance looks like. Um, and, you know, I can't speak to having someone um, to losing a loved one or to contracting the illness, but I think we're all um, experiencing some sort, some type of pain, whether right. it's financial pain, just, so I, I, I would encourage them to not, to definitely to feel, but not waste that pain. Because I think out of, of every uh, circumstance, specifically a time like this, we, it can, we can use it, that positive energy to create something. Something, um, something can be um, come out of this that's worthwhile. I would, I would even encourage you to um, uh, come out and just be determined and have a sense of urgency to come out of the season better. Right. Um, because it would be a shame to waste this time. That's right. So basically, if you're listening right now, what she's trying to say is just do not, do not fret over what you cannot control at the moment. You know, spend your time thinking of how to go past the situation. Think of how, ways on how to stay positive. You know, do not absorb too much of negativity at this stage because that wouldn't help anybody. So always have a reason to wake up, no matter what the situation is. When your mind is full of reasons to get up the following day, trust me, you would want to leave. You would want to get over certain things, no matter how bad it is. No matter how bad one situation is, there's someone out there who has worse than what you're going through. So let's stay positive. Absolutely. All right, that's a good one. Thank you. So what challenges did you face while transitioning from being an employee to becoming a boss? <laughs> I like that word, boss. So to be totally honest, I still do um, uh, some work, um, some uh, part-time work. So Consulting? Yeah, so okay. I, I think that's important for um, entrepreneurs or right. to understand that it's a process. It's not linear. Right. Um, and um, as long as you have like a sense of what your direction is. So um, I absolutely just don't like working for other people. It doesn't work well for me. Right. Um, <laughs> I just think the nine to five is, um, it's a form of slavery and <laughs> the way I view it. Um, yeah. And so it's like you can choose to really be invested and put your energy into making someone else's dream come true right. or you can do the hard work of figuring out what it is that you, you want, how you want to show up in the world, what legacy you want to leave and to go full force into making that happen. Exactly. You're correct. You know, on my program, I keep preaching this same thing to my listeners out there that you should not let go of that job that brings in the paycheck mm. because the bills have to be paid. True. So not until you are sure 100% that your business can take care of your bills, do not let go of it. 
Yeah, I think that it's so much sacrifice and struggle. Like I said, it's not linear. I like I've had seasons where I was, you know, 100% financially stable um, and sound. Um, and um, there have been other seasons and phases where I've had to do a little bit of both. Right. Um, I'm definitely hoping by the end of the year I can, you know, be back to just being independently um, employed. Right. Uh, yeah. And in this season with COVID, I think like things are shifting, obviously. So you have to find a model that's going to work for you, but have an end game in mind because, you know, bills don't stop. Right. They, and they, so, they don't stop. <laughs> never. But to have that creative energy and space, you have to be able to have time. Right. Um, and to like de-stress yourself so that you can maximize that time. Exactly. I understand exactly what you mean about the paradigm shift in terms of what's going on right now. You know, a lot of things have been affected. Right. So one has to try as much as possible to hold on to what brings in the paychecks. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Um, so what about for those people who lost their jobs right now? I know this is the best time for anybody without a job to try as much as possible to start chasing their dreams in terms of those with the entrepreneurial spirit. But like we said, without the paychecks coming in, how can one, you know, achieve that goal? Yeah. Because um, typically, uh, sorry to cut you short, typically people say, when one loses his or her job, that person is only maybe three months away from being broke. Or less. Or less, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. And so I think it's one way to look at it. Um, you know, you could be employed and feel very secure. However, um, th there's no security, you know, in any job. And so I think having that perspective, like anyone can be one paycheck away from, right. <laughs> not, you know, so there is really no sense of security or stability, but what it does is it heightens your sense of urgency. Right. Um, and so being resourceful, but really whatever it is that you've been wanting to do, like not just thinking about it, not just dreaming about it, but having a real like plan of action to start doing those things. And, right. and usually once you like, even just take one small step forward, like the energy will come. There will be a lot of sacrifices. It will, it will just be really, really hard. There's no other way of saying it. Um, but oftentimes when you have to do something, there's no other option, there's no other choice then that's when you, you rise to the occasion and make it happen. Um, and and exactly. I've and even in my own experiences, when things have been bad, like that, like that pain or that struggle is right. what like propelled me to like get to the good stuff, to get to where I wanted to be and continue, um, you know, pushing to be better. Exactly. That's a good one. Yeah. Let me add to what you have just said. So if you're listening to me right now, I want to recommend something to you guys. I know I have met with so many people who don't believe in listening to motivational speakers. They don't, they don't like listening to people who come out there to encourage people. They feel it's just a cliche. But trust me, 
I want to give you guys an advice. This is the time you need to listen to things like that more. When you understand that everything in life is a cliche, but it is when that cliche resonates with your thinking that does really matter. When you listen to motivational speakers, you know, go on YouTube or wherever, get these things, listen to them. It, it uplifts you. Listen to several, you know, it does not necessarily have to be one person. There are so many people out there. Just listen to them and it will uplift you. This is a time we need to listen to positive things rather than things that is, you know, taking us backwards. The things that are taking us backwards would always cause pain for us. So stay away from things that would make you feel bad. Stay away from things that would spoil your mood. So what do you think about that, uh, Crystal? Yeah, I would definitely support that. All we can do is like be intentional about what we consume, what we take right. in. So in this season, I've like stopped watching the news. Like right, I have exactly. to like, ask friends, like, what's going on? Like, are we reopening? I don't know. Because exactly. um, not that I don't care, but I know that that negative energy is not going to do anything but like infiltrate like my spirit and my energy. Right. So you have to be very territorial about your time. And again, your energy, um, because if your motivation and intention is to produce something of value, and you have to uh, not let certain things in. And if exactly. whatever negativity that is, like knowing yourself well enough to know what you can tolerate and um, like, you know, whether it's the news or, you know, dealing with people maybe that you have to that are that bring your energy down, trying to do that in small doses so that you can build up like that strength and tolerance to keep right. focusing on your vision. Yes, yes, because what you actually consume plays a major role. This is a time you need people who would motivate you to go after your dreams. This is a time where you need to listen to things that would motivate you to have a reason to wake up every morning. Yep. I personally, when I'm waking up in the morning, I feel inspired knowing that people are out there waiting for me to post some motivational quotes. I feel inspired knowing that people are out there waiting for me to tell them how to go about chasing their dreams. So that is it. Always have something that would help you spark up that purpose in your life. Right, right. People are depending on you. They yes. need that. So it's hard sometimes to create it. So whatever, however you find that spark, continue to do what's working. Right. Um, and the more, again, you consume it, the more you um, ruminate on the positive things, the more that you'll find that you create, you know, your own inward sense of um, peace. Exactly. That's true. So um, tell us a little about your coaching business or your counseling business. Sure. Um, so um, Dr. Burwell Speaks, that's the name of my business, um, and it, uh, it combines a lot of the things that I've done, um, which is, uh, you know, individual counseling, which is, you know, I think my first love, 
I do a lot of uh, teaching, supervising. So I work with up and coming therapists um, right. and provide supervision to help groom them to be good counselors. Right. Um, I'm uh, doing a lot more writing. Um, I'm working on a book right now. Um, okay. Yeah, and a lot of speaking engagements. Uh, COVID-19 has definitely slowed down the gathering of people. So right. not, not so much of that right now, but I'm, I'm really excited about um, next year uh, and, and um, being at some conferences, panel discussions that that really, um, I get a lot of energy from that. And so I can use what I've done in the counseling world um, and teaching to really um, just talk about that on, again, a broader platform. Right, that's true. So uh, talking about your book, is the book you're currently working on, is this your first or have you written one previously? Well, so uh, aside from my dissertation, which I should go ahead and publish, um, this will be my first um, official book, um, but I, I love to write, so I, I definitely don't see this as my first book, um, but it really encompasses some of what we're talking about now, which is um, kind of getting outside of that nine to five um, plantation mentality. Um, it feels like you can be imprisoned when you're, you're spending all your energy and time, again, working towards someone else's vision. Um, right. And that just drains your own energy. It can keep you in that state of depression when you're not created to do that or created to do the things that set your soul on fire. And so that's what, that's what the book is about. Oh, okay. That's a good one. You know, I'm also writing a book, you know, but I'm still at the um, early stage of it. Okay. Yeah, because in life, what I've come to realize is that your legacy necessarily does not have to be what you leave for people, what you leave behind for people after you go. But it is what you leave in people. Mm. that I consider as a legacy because your book would live longer than you do. Right. Yeah, your book will live longer than you will do. And um, generations to come would learn from your books. So I consider that as a great legacy. That's one of the major reasons why I am uh, working on a book. But I intend to write so many other books in the future, but this is the first one I'm working on right now. Yeah. yeah. Well, I love what you said about what you leave in people because the reality is, you know, you could be a best selling author. Um, people might not ever read your work, but yes. they will remember your words and how you, how you um, treat people, things that right. you model for them. Right. And that is a part of what we take in. Um, and how that makes us feel. So I think depositing um, positively into into people's lives that that far outlives any any body of work that we could produce. Exactly, that's true. So uh, regarding your business, where do you see your business in the next five years? What are your plans? What are your goals for the business? 
Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. So right now I would say that I would like to see my business really stabilize financially um, over the next six months to eight months. Within the next five years, I really just want to grow and just catapult into, yeah. again, the idea is not just me speaking, not just me providing these services, but the underlying goals to help other people find their voice. And so you know, as I do that, then it's a domino effect. Um, and so I help, you know, hope to help bring other, other people on board. Um, right. and, and just for that to blossom and grow. Okay. That's a good one. So I was going to ask you how you intend to use your professional career to put smiles on faces, but apparently you're going to be doing lots of speaking gigs. You're going to be doing, you, you know, you would publish a book. You would do a lot of coaching and counseling. So keep doing what you're doing because we rise by lifting others. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what's your advice for those people who have goals but do not have the courage to get started? Well, um, I would just tell them do it. You know, there's not ever going to be a perfect time. Um, people, other people might not understand uh, or invest in your dream, um, but that's okay. It does. It doesn't matter. Like you, you have to start somewhere. Um, and um, yeah, again, having that internal motivation—not just to start, but to maintain. Because if you have something that you keep going back to whether it's a thought, an idea, right. there's a reason why it keeps coming up for you. It's, yes. it's just not just happenstance. Yes. And so if that is on your heart, then that is a part of what ignites your soul. And that's part of what you need to be doing. And even if it's, that's not clear, like if you start, it will lead you to where you're supposed to be. So just exactly. you know, getting started. Exactly. That's one of the advantages of listening to motivational speakers. They always help you identify and eliminate limiting beliefs. They help yeah. you work on yourself internally so that you can go for your dreams. They teach you, they remind you that there is never a perfect time to do anything. So I'm talking to those people who have dreams of becoming entrepreneurs but are still under the bondage mm. of being an employee or doing things that they currently do not like. This right. is the time, yeah. This is the best time for us to start strategizing. This is the best time for us to start drawing a new map on how to get started because nobody's gonna help you do anything if you do not do it by yourself. So you have to take action. All right, that's that's a good one. So what's your how do you, what's your um, what's your take on the platform I'm currently floating? You know, this is the platform I'm using to educate people to um, encourage them by bringing in professionals like yourself, so they can talk to those people who need motivation. So what's your take on what I'm doing right now? Well, you know, I think it sounds like the idea is to really to motivate and inspire. Um, 
and um, people need to be inspired. Um, and again, they, you have to have that something to, um, to hold on to, but right. I think also people need help m making that come to life. And right. um, just like that, those first steps to get going, um, to get motivated and then go from dreaming and thinking to like materializing something. And so when you're in that, that stage, the more positivity and the more resources that you can, you know, surround yourself around, the right. more you're gonna get from like that thinking about it stage right. to right. actually believing that you can do something. And whether you full like force, full heartedly believe that you can, like our behaviors will catch up with us. Like if you do something small every day, over time, that's gonna that will equate to something larger. So um, behind every step, you need that motivation and that push. So I definitely see your your platform, your podcast, allowing and supporting people to take those first small steps. Right. Right. <clears throat> so if you're listening right now, old ways won't open new doors. So if you've always had a dream, this is the best time for you to take action. Start reading books. Start listening to motivational speakers. Start, you know, listening to good music. Forget about things that would bring about negativity. Don't let anybody threaten you. You know, have a positive mindset and together we will be able to defeat what's going on in the world right now. So I see you have so many, lots of books behind you. So it seems you, you, you love to read. I do, I do. I have a heart for, for reading and for writing. Um, and it's interesting, I, uh, my mom always tells everybody the story about how I like did not want to learn to read, like hated it. Um, and so now I'm an avid reader and um, you have to read to like, you know, process your own thoughts and, and that creates your own imagination. And um, with that, that's how you get to your own dreams and your own ideas. So um, that's right. yeah, if you're, if you're at home during the season watching YouTube, like, or Netflix, that's great. But at some point, you like it's okay to stop that and pick up a book. Right, right. <clears throat> that's it. Read books, listen to good music, you know, get some nice movies, listen to motivational speakers. If you can do that, you would have no problems whatsoever. So, um, Dr. Barwell. It's been a pleasure having you on the program. And uh, do you have a contact number where people can reach out to you? Do you mind saying it out now? Sure. Um, you can uh, reach me at drburwellspeaks.com or uh, drburwellspeaks at gmail.com. Yeah. Awesome. awesome. Thank you. So Thank if you need any coaching, feel free to reach out to her. She would be able to render coaching services to you and more because she is a psychotherapist. So thank you once again for joining me on the program. And I hope when next I call you for other episodes, you will be able to come in. Sure. Anytime. Thanks again, John. All right. My pleasure. Nice talking to you.